When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? This is Jason from It's Not That Bad, and there can only be one in your listening to my weekly mixtape with Brian Colburn. Now, on a show with no topic, you would think that there should be no intro, but I've recorded an intro. I blew the assignment already. Enjoy the show, everybody. Welcome to My Weekly Mixtape, a podcast that takes the classic mixtape approach to building a modern playlist. I'm your host, Brian Colburn. Joining me once again as guest curator is Jason Whistle, host of the It's Not That Bad and There Can Only Be One podcast. Jason, welcome back to the show. I am super stoked for this one. When you were telling me the idea for this episode, it was one of those, ooh, it's not just you have to do the research. It's bring your entire deck. So if you picture people who used to play like Magic the Gathering or any other deck building games, this is when you bring out like the three stacks of cards because you know it's going to be all cards on the table on this one. 100%. This is an episode I've always wanted to try. And first, I want to thank you for being the guinea pig, test dummy, control group, whatever you want to call it, because tonight our episode has no topic. So from a podcaster perspective, on one hand, you have literally no prep work for the show because it could be any song that you've ever heard of in the history of recorded music. But on the other hand, you and I have an issue because we're going to have to be on our feet tonight because... There's never been a more spontaneous episode of my weekly mixtape before this one. And the funny thing is, too, there are times when, you know, you'll mention a band or I'll mention a band and we may not be as familiar with some of those bands. I know I've sprung the occasional Canadian band on you here and there, but it brings to the table the possibility of a wide breadth of music from across all genres. Because there's this meme that's out there where it's got like some guy in like total straight up goth with the Danzig type makeup on with the Mohawk sitting beside an old lady on a park bench and go my Spotify playlist summarized in one picture. There's basically so many genres and so many different types of music that are available. And if you listen to a wide breath, you're going to have that ability to draw from different types and it could go in a very different direction from where you thought it was going to be at the start of the show. Yes. The shackles are off in every sense of the word, this episode has no rules. If Jason wants to follow up my pick with the exact same band, so be it. If he wants to follow up with a cover version of the song I just mentioned, it's on. If he wants to literally pick a completely different song, if for nothing else, just to throw a wrench into the machine and see what happens, all bets are off. So this is going to be a lot of fun. I'll be curious to see if we can keep this musical train on the rails or if we crash and burn in epic fashion. So let's just get down to business and find out, shall we? Tonight, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Jason and I will be curating a no-topic mixtape. And due to the nature of this kind of episode, we're only going to be curating one side, 
or let's just say we only had a 60 minute cassette on our hands instead of the 90 or 120. But Brian, who's going to start this episode, you might be thinking to yourself. Well, we're going to flip a coin and the winner chooses first. That adds another layer of spontaneity to this episode because we can't even have an opening song ready. At that point, we will then flip-flop choosing songs until we've mapped out a 10-song no-topic mix that Jason and I are going to try to have to name as well. I didn't tell you that part. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm here for it. We've got the football rules where we flip the coin and choose to kick or receive, I think, at that point. And the fact that the tape with no name must have a name at the end. I uh, So many permutations come to mind already without (laughs) even a single song that comes out there. Yes, and the fact that people are going to have to know what to search for when they head over to myweeklymixtape.com to listen to the songs we talked about in the playlist embedded on the episode page. If the episode page doesn't have a name... What happens then, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Finally, if you like what you're hearing on My Weekly Mixtape, you can help me out by either telling a friend about the show, leaving the show a five-star review wherever you're tuning in, or becoming a Patreon mixtaper at patreon.com forward slash myweeklymixtape. And unfortunately, because there's no topic, I couldn't even ask the mixtapers to chime in on this one. Although now that I'm thinking about it, if I do this style of episode again... Maybe the mixtapers can choose the opening track for us to bounce off of. So, hmm. But for now, drum roll, please. Let's flip that coin. Jason, heads or tails? I'm going to call tails on this one. All right. Tails it is, sir. You are first pick of the night. What do you got? Okay. Since I get first pick, this is a band that I've been listening to a lot of lately. And I think I've mentioned this on Twitter slash X slash whatever the hell they want to call it these days. They should just pull the prints and just create a symbol and just call Twitter that at that point. (laughs) But if you're taking a look at albums that were released in 2023 and what is the best album i've already seen some of those you know halfway point of 2023 you know this is the best album of the year lists and every single one every single one of those lists on any publication has failed to mention the self-titled release of beyond the black the german symphonic metal band and their new album that came out in january and i'm going to start with dancing in the dark this song if you're trying to put this into perspective or at least as far as a frame of reference goes take the epic drum intro from bon jovi's lay your hands off me off of new jersey throw in a chord progression that's going to make you think immediately of the chain from fleetwood mac and stunning stunning vocals from lead singer jennifer hobbin if you happen to like symphonic metal you need to check out Beyond the Black. So I'm going to start with a rising Dancing in the Dark. All right. Well, Beyond the Black, Dancing in the Dark. Wasn't thinking you were going to go with something new. So I respect going with <laughs> a new choice for that. Now, you weren't kidding. The opening drum beat of Dancing in the Dark has a very Lay Your Hands on Me vibe by Bon Jovi. And I'm half tempted to follow up that because of that opening drum beat. And while I'm fixated on that opening drum beat, a very, very similar drum progression opens The Lion, The Beast, and The Beat by Grace Potter. It's almost that rhythmic style 
in the opening of this song. Hmm. This is harder than it looks, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> but I actually think I know what I'm going to follow up with instead. I'm going to stick with the hard rock that you're going here, because obviously when we go hard rock, I'm, I'm all in on it. But I'm going to stick with the dark theme, and I'm going to bring in Hoobastank crawling in the dark from their self-titled album. Ooh, nice That's, choice. Thank you. Where Beyond the Black, Dancing in the Dark has this almost gothic sound to it. I wanted to balance it out with something a little bit faster, a little bit more mainstream, but staying in the rock vein. And you can dance in the dark, and apparently you can crawl there as well. I'm going to go with the dark theme. I don't know if it'll stay that way for the other eight songs, but following up Beyond the Black, Dancing in the Dark, I am going to go with Hoobastank's Crawling in the Dark. Love the pick. And the fact that you're latching onto not just the tonality of the song, but the actual name as well. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. But hearing Crawling in the Dark from Hoobastank, the, the minute you mentioned that song, I didn't even have to have a second guess as to what I was going to follow that up with. Because sticking with tonality of the song, the very first song that comes to mind the minute you mentioned that was Ocean Avenue from Yellow Card. I feel like the two songs kind of have a similar tempo, have a similar vibe to it. And the fact that we had symphonic metal to start with, and then you have Yellow Card, who also incorporates a violin into their rock kit. There's a lot of, I lo freaking love the song. Absolutely love the song. I kind of wish I had a violinist in my band to be able to play that song. But the minute you say Yellow Card, everyone's first response to see, oh yeah, Ocean Avenue. Love the song, so I'm going to follow it up, Crawling in the Dark, with Ocean Avenue. I am thankful to be able to say that Colbert & Company does have a violin player in it. And let me tell you, poor Rebecca, every gig she plays with us, I'm like, why don't you throw a solo in this song? And she's like, it doesn't have one. I'm like, yeah, but I just love playing with a violin player so much, and you could rock anything. So we have thrown violin into some crazy covers, but... I just love the dynamic with that instrument added to the fold. So I love the pick. And you and you, now you're coming a little bit out of the gothic sound and a little bit over to the punk side of life. So I'm trying to think of what to follow up Yellow Card Ocean Avenue with. And I think I know what I'm going to do because this weekend I watched a punk concert on YouTube because I've heard a lot of things about this band over the last... 20 something years and i've been a big fan of them however in the latter couple of albums they've gone to a more pop sound but i've heard the concert incorporates both of their sounds equally well and i was curious to see so i watched paramore's set from this year's Lollapalooza, which was up on youtube and i watched them perform songs from across all of their albums and i think i'm going to stick with the punkier side of them and go with one that is the one that broke them. There was a little bit of controversy surrounding the song due to some of the original lyrics not really holding up as well in 2023 as they did in 2007. And this is a song that's gotten a new birth because Machine Gun Kelly, dare I mention it, has covered the song as a bonus track for one of his CDs. I'm going to go with Misery Business by Paramore. It keeps that fast upbeat nature that crawling in the dark ocean avenue had and there's even a little bit of violin at the beginning of this song during the mariachi 
introduction before the snare kicks in and the song gets heavier. So I even can go back to that a little bit. But there's an energy about this song that is flowing through these first four songs. I just don't know thematically how that would work, but Paramore's misery business. When you think about tours that are out there right now, okay, let's be honest. Taylor Swift probably has the biggest tour going, period in the history of ever, it seems the fact that she's announced like six dates in Toronto in like, you know, November, 2024, and people are already, you know, figuring out how many mortgages it's going to take for them to be able to get concert (laughs) tickets of of which I don't blame them. Right. You know, if the last three years have taught us anything, go see the band before you can't see the band. Paramore would be a really, really good show. And I think I know where I'm going to go with this. And musically the two have nothing in common. However, I'm going to lean on the title here in this case, because you went with Misery Business from Paramore. I'm going to dial it back a couple decades and go with Misery from Soul Asylum. This has to be one of my favorite Soul Asylum songs of all time. You know, Runaway Train, yeah, that was good. It was okay. But if I'm thinking Soul Asylum... the lyric frustrated incorporated may just be everyone's work anthem, you know, for the last couple of years and the song misery. I, I wish, I wish it was as big as runaway train was, but I'm going to go with misery. It's a left turn at Albuquerque musically, but as far as title goes, you can see how it connects. I absolutely love that pick. It is my all time favorite soul asylum song. Think about the inclusion in Clerks 2, what a a levity that added to that scene. The song is absolutely fantastic. And look, Weird Al parodied this song with Syndicated Incorporated. He didn't parody Runaway Train. So I don't know. Maybe this song, while maybe not charting as high as Runaway Train did, maybe this is the more beloved song by them. I think it's their best song. I absolutely love it. I got to see them tour with Matchbox 20 on this album when it was... Semisonic, Soul Asylum, and Matchbox 20 on this touring cycle. So hearing Misery live was something I'll I'll never forget. I absolutely love the tune. Hmm. Dancing in the Dark, Crawling in the Dark, Ocean Avenue, Misery Business and Misery. I don't even know where to go off that. Actually, maybe I do. You're a bass player, Jason. So when I pick this song, you're immediately going to say yes, no matter what the topic is. (laughs) Because as far as I'm concerned, this is one of the most iconic bass lines to come out in the 1990s. So I'm going to stay in the same decade as Soul Asylum. And looking at my 1990s playlist, believe it or not, this is the song that actually follows up Misery on my 1990s playlist. So there's a little bit of a cheat here. However, I've heard this playlist so many times, I feel like the two songs mentally for me work well together. And when you think about the vibe that I'm about to drop in this song, the massive chorus of Misery, when you compare it to the massive chorus of In the Meantime by Space Hog, Mm. we're still staying in this grandiose musical area right now when you think of beyond the black dancing in the dark who these are all big songs ocean avenue misery business and misery i wanted to stay big i just don't know how these songs tie together just yet but musically in my 1990s 
playlist, Soul Asylum's Misery and In the Meantime by Space Hog are back to back. And I feel like it works really well here, believe it or not, musically. And then being the movie guy you are, don't forget the inclusion of the song in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That has to hold some weight as well. Oh, I mean, if memory serves, there was a kind of a, a mockumentary, if you will, or a fake documentary that had Walking Phoenix, you know, supposedly walking away from his movie career and becoming a quote unquote rap artist. If I remember correctly, one of the members of Space Hog was in that as his assistant. I'd have to double check that one, but I seem to remember Space Hog and and their um their performance on Much Music, if I remember correctly, was actually used as, you know, the backstory of of the assistant. So Really? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I did not know that. But musically. But musically, yes. <laughs> and again, it's one of those things where, as you mentioned, you have this on your playlist and it goes misery. And then, you know, in the meantime, and sometimes you kind of have to go with the first song that comes to mind. And as you were talking about in the meantime, and I was trying to wrap my head around what songs were going to pop up. The very first thing that came up was Got You Where I Want You from The Flies. Kind of fits around that same era, kind of fits around the same mood and the same vibe. And again, another one of those fun songs. And correct me if I'm wrong, The Flies, aside from that song, nothing else really stuck out from them. Similar to Space Hog and how, in the meantime, kind of dwarfed every other release that they had. Yeah, when it comes to The Flies, they had a second single, She's So Huge. It was in a couple of movies. Even though I think it charted around the same place, I, they, they were both on the modern rock charts, but neither one of them cracked the top 100 on Billboard. So they were never massive hits, but Got You Where I Want You definitely held on a little bit longer in terms of longevity for the songs. And then for Space Hog, they had a couple other albums. I know there was the Chinese album and the Hogacy And I want to say they had put out another album in the 2000s as well. But none of them reached the level of success as Resident Alien. So yeah, 100% I'm on board with you on both of those points. I absolutely love Got You Where I Want You. My old cover band used to play it. And for me as a bass player, that song was okay. I could literally have a drink in one hand and my finger on the bass on the other. Because it really, it was two chords. If I'm not mistaken, it was E to A. Over and 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 over again. We would come out of that and go into the E to A of Possum Kingdom. Ooh. That's not where I'm going musically. Okay. But when we played, that's what we did. And I'm starting to see a theme here in these songs. So I'm going to just add a song that I think is going to lean into the theme that I think is coming together here. And who knows... If you and I are on the same theme as this is, but I'm going to go with a song from a band that might not ring a lot of bells from people when they hear it, but this is actually a super group that I'm a big fan of. They had one album that came out in the end of the 2000s, early 2010s, and it's a super group. And that super group consisted of James Ehav, the Smashing Pumpkins, Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne. Bun E. Carlos from Cheap Trick on drums and Taylor Hansen of Hansen on lead vocals. And this was a power pop group called Tinted Windows. And I'm going to go with a song that is probably a deeper cut on the album, but coming out of Got You Where I Want You musically fits so well. And it's a fantastic power pop ballad called Back With You. 
It's got this massive soaring chorus that really fits in with the choruses that are kind of throughout this playlist, no matter the genre. And it's a beautiful song. And it's one that I really wish more people have heard because when you take the talent of the four bands that formed Tinted Windows and you put it all together in this song, to me, it's just a sum is better than all the parts scenario because as much as I like all the other bands, when they come together, it really creates this fresh, unique sound. And I'm so devastated that they only put out this one album, but I highly recommend anyone out there who's not familiar with Tinted Windows to give this entire album a listen outside of the one song I'm including in this mix tonight. So it's just a perfect power pop ballad and what I want to follow up the flies got you where I want you with. So Tinted Windows back with you and back to you, Jason. <laughs> really, really great song. And I, I love the actual tonality of it. It's, it has that sing song vibe to it kind of thing. The chorus is pretty uplifting and as a super group, you got to love when those acts kind of come together and are able to create those albums. So I think I know what I'm going to follow this up with. And it kind of goes into that super group kind of feel as well, because while you may not initially think of them as a super group, the three individual members of the band all come from very prestigious musical backgrounds as well, considering that you had... James Michael, who was a, a large name producer at the time. You had DJ Ashba, who, of course, was playing guitar for Guns N' Roses. And, of course, the one and only Nikki Six from Motley Crue. I'm talking about 6 a.m. And I'm going to go with the lead track off of their third album, Modern Vintage, which is Stars. This is one of those songs where... Up to this point, up to this album, you know, the, the first two albums, I was like, okay, the Heroin Diaries, it's a, it's a good album. It's all good. This is going to hurt. Like, that was another really good album. Modern Vintage is where they really, the songwriting really stood out on this one. And I know, you know, it's probably in your rotation because, of course, they had that cover of Drive from the Cars on that album. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the song stars. Having seen them live, a number of times this song always goes over really really well and i know that 6am isn't anymore obviously nikki six is off you know back with motley crew and well motley crew ish if you will now that john five is on guitar dj ashba has been you know doing a couple of different projects here and there but if 6am were ever to get back together and tour i will spend taylor swift money to get those concert tickets <laughs> Dude, I love the fact that you went to 6AM here. I understand that 6AM was a band that was created around Nikki Six's biography, The Heroin Diaries. This was the soundtrack to it. Then they had the hit Life is Beautiful, and it just exploded on rock radio. And then with the follow-up album, you had Lies of the Beautiful People. Wasn't a massive fan of their cover of Drive. I think Cavo did it better in 2023. They did a version I think is aligns a little bit more to where I am musically, but I respect the direction and chances they took on that cover. To me, Stars is the premier song on Modern Vintage, so I'm glad you picked that one. And I think I know what I'm going to close it with because in my mind, I've got this story of what this playlist actually says. And it could be completely different than you, but I'll be very curious to see. And I'm going to close it out with a song from a band that in a few weeks, I'm going to go see live when we're recording this. And when you're listening to it, I'll have just seen them a few weeks ago. 
So there we go. We've set it up in time podcast continuum here. (laughs) And I am going to go with Shinedown's I Dare You from their album Us and Them. To me, this is an absolutely massive tune. It should have been a massive, massive hit for the band. It did get a lot of airplay. It is a fan favorite, and they do play it from time to time. But when you have songs like The Sound of Silence, Devil, Second Chance, all their hits, this one tends to get dropped from the set list because it's from their earlier albums. But I think it's one of their strongest songs ever. I love his vocal delivery. Again, a massive, big, bold chorus. And a little bit more of an upbeat way to finish the side, but still keeping in the vibe and tempo that has kind of woven its way throughout these songs. So I'm going to close it up with I Dare You by Shinedown. And I think I have an idea of where this playlist is going to go for me. But first, your thoughts on that tune, Jason. Shinedown is one of those bands that I've been fortunate enough to see live at least three or four times in various different settings, whether it be outdoor concert venue, small club venues and arena shows. And every single time, every single time, no matter the size of the venue, you get that stadium concert feel as opposed to just whatever size of the venue that you're in. Shinedown are so freaking good. And I dare you. Yes. It's not my favorite song from them, but I'm, it's not one of those ones I'm going to skip anytime it comes on the radio. It's it's a really, really good song. If, if I had to go with my favorite Shinedown song, that would probably end up being Devour. But that might have been a little bit too harsh for this mix. I, I think I Dare You is almost the perfect landing of the plane for this cassette. Well, there you have it, folks. Our first no-topic mixtape, which consists of Beyond the Black, Dancing in the Dark, Hoobastank, Crawling in the Dark, Yellow Card, Ocean Avenue, Paramore, Misery Business, Soul Asylum, Misery, Space Hog, In the Meantime, The Flies, Got You Where I Want You, Tinted Windows, Back With You, 6AM Stars, and Shine Down, I Dare You. Head over to MyWeeklyMixtape.com to hear all the songs we've discussed in this mix through the playlist embedded on the episode page. Now, if you had to choose a name for this playlist, what would you name it? Okay, this is going to be really, really corny. So fully prepare yourself for the dad joke that is about to come here, okay? I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say that if I'm getting the the scotch tape out, putting it on the tape and getting the Sharpie and putting a label on here, I could cheat and say Awesome Mix Volume 1, but no, that's the Guardians of the Galaxy already did that one. (laughs) But I'm going to have to go with Beds, Bass, and Beyond. (laughs) Beds, Bass, and Beyond sounds like a store that I would shop at and probably spend a lot of money at, right? (laughs) Right. Get your music beds, lots of bass in the music beds, and throw in Beyond the Black. There you go. Well, for me, I picked up on a vibe about halfway through that I started talking about. And I think it kind of played out that way. So my name for this no topic mixtape is soundtrack to a rock and roll rom-com. Actually, I can kind of see that. I can definitely kind of see that because you've got with dancing in the dark as a, almost like an opening credit song, if you will. And yeah, all of a sudden the hero's journey comes into a, 
conflict, if you will, a call to action in the misery section, and then things get happier. And then you get this almost rising chorus near the end of the songs where the hero hopefully gets the girl, you know? You never know. And that's the beauty of this no topic mixtape. It could turn into something really silly or something that could be a little bit more serious. Now, the question is for the mixtapers, if you had to name this mixtape, what would you name it? Share it with me on social media or via email, myweeklymixtape at gmail.com. Because when you go to the webpage, you're just going to see No Topic Volume 1. So what are we going to name this episode, mixtapers? And keep it nice. Keep it PG, just like we do on the show. (laughs) Jason, before we hit stop on this recording, why don't you tell people where they can find It's Not That Bad and There Can Only Be One? Well, if you go to our website at notthatbadcast.com, you're going to find all of our shows in one place. If you happen to be on the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, which will just create a symbol for that's better than the X that Elon uses. You can find us at not that bad cast or at only one cast and on any other social media platform, you could just find us at not that bad cast because I don't feel like running more than one account per social media platform. <laughs> By the way, we do have a new series that's coming up on. It's not that bad. It's already out right now. It's called keep watch pass. So if you're interested in hearing that go over to Spotify, it's a subscriber only episode but we're only charging like one dollar a month to be able to hear those episodes but you get the first one you guys get the first one but yeah go to not that you're going to find all of our shows there love all the shows you have going on over there i'm subscribed to both of them and i have heard the keep watch pass let's just say it's based on a game that everybody knows on social media and it's played a lot and i think it's perfect when you tie it to movies so I'm waiting now for your musical spin, rip, burn. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it depends on what the artist does and how many CDs get burned in effigy at that point. But (laughs) because then again, when you think about it, burn might be, ah, it's good enough. I'll, I'll just rip the songs and burn this onto the CD. So it's almost like, you know, physical copy, burned copy, no copy at that point. Yeah. Well, once again, Jason, thank you so much for joining me. It's, this has been a memorable mixtape for sure anytime remember you could find my weekly mixtape on almost all the social media haunts at my weekly mixtape you can also head to myweeklymixtape.com to check out the full catalog of my weekly mixtape episodes and finally if you like what you're hearing on the show you can help me out by either telling a friend leaving a five-star review wherever you're tuning in or becoming a patreon mixtaper at patreon.com forward slash my weekly mixtape That's all for this week. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, enjoy the tunes. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.